things you said stays in my mind Makes me wanna sit down and listen to you I listen all night Melody, the arrangement Makes my body go so crazy I try to be, man I love beat It's the way the music comes over me The emotions I get, I won't fight Sometimes the music is sure to make you cry Then dry your eyes You know when the music is the way you can hide I get lost in your words It feels so good when I'm hurt Take my mind off of the pain Love when the beat takes me away With only good music Oh, oh, oh With only good music I tell Rihanna, please don't stop the music Cologne strum my pain with the fingers I could really use it Quiet storms full of purple rain My Sharia more lovely as a summer day I'll let the whispers follow Marvin Gaye In my headphones till the music starts to fade away I give away my brown sugar for a bit of pop If love really was a bullet, I'd have took the shot Yeah, uh Now would you buy me a drink just to take me home? Put your game in a song just to make me moan. I like my Robin Thick, me alone. A thug album, triple shots, that's a trace. I get lost in your words. It feels so good when I'm hurt. Take my mind off of the pain. Love when the beat takes me away with only good music. Oh, oh. Hello, hello, and good evening to each and every one of you. Hello to the guests who are jumping in over on our show chat room, and hello to all of you over here in the call query. Thank you so much for being here. I hope that most of you are the ripples of focus, uh, and welcome to those of you who are joining us this evening for our regular conversation. Thanks again for being here. For those of you who do not know, I am C. Maria Wall, a.k.a. the mediator, the Shiro at your ground zero, welcoming you tonight to our special session with the Ripples of Focus. For those of you who do not know who we are, FOCUS is an acronym. It stands for Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success. 
For those of you in the call, Corey, jumping in, stick with me. I will open up the lines in a moment so that we can start our conversation. For those of you in the chat room, if you're logged in as a guest, you cannot uh, participate in chat. You must log in under a regular screen name. If you'd like to do that and type your questions or comments, I will be more than happy to read them for you on air. So let's go back to focus. Focus stands for females offering clarity, unity, and success. I expanded our programming to include a meetup. Tonight is our very first chat. It's open chat, so you can bring up any topic that you want to, almost any topic within reason, of course, and uh, we will be sure to jump right in on that. Our mission is to become the ripple spreading waves of women's empowerment all over the world. And, you know, as this project continues to grow, we will produce content that will be uplifting, inspiring, empowering, as well as educational. And it's going to be full of laughter, tears, and, and encouragement. Because this is a worldwide initiative, we will have both real-world and virtual meetups, webinars, hangouts, classes, etc. So we are a diverse group with something for everyone. We are one sisterhood. And just remember, something that I wrote a long time ago in my current book, Silent Noise Lip Service, no matter the shape, size, color, or flaws, a diamond is still a what? A diamond. Shine brightly, my beautiful butterflies, and welcome to this, our very first virtual chat. Actually, our meetup group is about seven days old. And we already have about 65 members, so we are doing quite well there. I'm going to bring on one of the original Ripples, Kimmery Price. Uh, I believe I have the right number here. So I'm going to bring her on first. And then, ladies, for those of you who are still on here because people are jumping in and out of the call query, you can press the number one on your phone now, and I will actually bring you into our conversation. But, Kim, if you are here, say hello to everyone, because we are going to get started tonight with our topics and discussion. Hello. Good evening, everyone. I'm Kim Marie. I'm here. Hey, hey. So, <laughs> for those of you in the call query, this is about us getting to know one another, us talking about whatever's on your mind. If you don't press your buttons, then I don't know that you have a topic that you'd like to discuss. So I will start one, as always, so that we can get this conversation going. So right now, if you're in the call query, feel free to press the number one on your phone, and we'll bring you on board. If you don't want to talk and you just want to sit, welcome, sit back and relax. I'm pretty sure that Kim and I will be able to uh, speak on some topics. So. Let me tell you all about what's coming out in Focus, the actual group. We consist of four hosts of the talk show. It will be aired both uh, on regular television and, of course, through social media streaming. And it's about anything and everything. Some, anything that you have on your mind that's going on in this thing called life, we're going to be 
giving positive and inspiring motivational information to help you make it through whatever storms you're going through. And if you have a story to tell, feel free to share it with us. So, Kim, you know, the other night you were on the Man in the Mirror show. I happened to have caught that. Mm, And it was the pre-Valentine's show. Mm -hmm. So with that, that show alone, we're talking about um, preparing for that because every year I have to do a show because there's so many people who are already getting depressed over <laughs> being alone on Valentine's Day. And, mm-hmm. you know, I, I'm like, people, I'm the resident single lady, for crying out loud. Oh. I, you know, for me, <laughs> I just, all I do is simply this. I know how to date myself and have a good time. That way, guess what? I know that if I need a warm body in my cold bed, I know how to put on extra blankets, or I can always, you know, get me an electric blanket. They're on sale at that place that begins with a W and ends in a T. I saw them the other day. Mm -hmm. So, you know, have a good meal. You can have the meal that I want. I know that it's going to be exactly what I want. And if I want to buy myself something nice to wear, uh, to bed or whatever, I know it's going to fit because I'm buying it for myself and I know I'm going to love it. So there's, you know, there's ways to do everything. But, Kim, I know you were sharing some things just the uh, last night. So tell us a little bit of history of what you found out about Valentine's Day because I think people – Oh, oh one yeah, thing I did a little was... research and was discovering, um, can you hear me, Maria? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Um, you know, just truly what Valentine's Day was about and, um, you know, how it all started back in um, 270 A.D. Um, and how it was a fertility celebration um, where, you know, the Romans back then, you know, they were praising the horn god Faunus. You know, and for the females, um, I think the female goddess was considered, her name was Bonadia, um, and she was the god of fertility. It had nothing to do with, you know, celebrating, you know, that type of love. Um, Only when, I think it was 1313 A.D. when it became Christianized, Um, once Christians were legalized, because, you know, back then, before then, um, they crucified Christians, but once it became legalized, that's when it turned into this, you know, celebration. But it was a feast that they actually celebrated over a period of days, you know. And now in our culture, you know, of course, it's become this this retail, <laughs> you know, right. business. It's right. one of the um, most, you know, um, costly and most expensive holidays of the year. Um, it's a like a sixteen billion dollar business. You know, and true love, you know, that's not even really what it's about. I know that we as women can take advantage and, you know, we want that that ring, you better go to Jared's or, you know, that little Pandora bracelet we've been thinking about. But that's honestly not how the celebration is supposed to be. And, I mean, for myself as well, you know, I'm single. I mean, I think what Mm -hmm. you said about dating yourself, like, that is a great idea. Um, I know many of my friends who who have settled, you know, just not to be alone. And they're just as miserable as if they were alone. Um, So I don't think there's anything wrong with you taking your time and getting to know yourself. Um, I would definitely rather be um, with the right one. 
um, than right. be with somebody and be unhappy anyway. Right. You know, so and I we already we have someone, uh, not mm-hmm. to cut you off, Kim, but we already have one of our callers. And for the callers, new people are jumping on the query. Welcome to our chat tonight. This is the Ripples of Focus first virtual ladies' night out chat. We already have one person who's pressed their button. If your last four digits are 0289, 0289, I'm about to bring you on air. Uh, Welcome to our guest over in the chat room. If you're logged in as a guest in our show chat room, you cannot participate in the discussion. You have to log out and log back in on the screen name or give us a call. 646-478-4726 to join us on the call line. That way you will be able to join in. And for those of you over here in the call query, if you'd like to join our discussion live on air, press the number one on your phone right now, and I will bring you on air. But right now, caller, last four digits, 0289. You are joining the discussion. Uh, You can tell us your first name if you'd like, and let us know if you are a member of the Ripples of Focus. So, 0289, welcome to our discussion. Yeah, yeah, my name is Stephanie. And I wanted and I wanted to make a comment. I want to make a comment. I would say that alone than be with the wrong man. Amen. Yes. Amen. Yes, yes Stephanie. Absolutely. I yes. just wanted to make a comment, that's all. Well, thank you for that. That's the absolute truth. And it's true because that's that's Mm -hmm. the premise of our first topic for tonight um, is the fact that so many people, especially social media can get cruel doing Mm -hmm. uh, the Valentine's holiday. You have the haves trying to down the have-nots and tell Mm -hmm. them, what are you acting up for? You're just jealous because you ain't got nobody and blah, blah, blah. You know, I'm like, really? And, and and I've said this before where, you know, I've seen people talk about my boo got me this and my boo got me that. Yes. And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> I know your boo. Your boo was just out with your best friend a few moments oh ago. Oh, my God. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Absolutely. And, and a lot of times we need to learn how to be by ourselves. And like I said, have right. a good time. Right. On our own, we don't need our lives it. to be validated by having, right. you know, that warm body in a cold bed. And, and and I also talk about the women who are so big and bold, 364 days of the year. I don't need a man. I'm an independent woman. I'm a this and a that. And then suddenly they settle on that one on that 365th day called February the 14th. They want to settle. I'm so glad you said that because they don't want to be alone. Yes, I am so glad you said that because real love isn't about just one day of the year anyway. Right. You know, you you should be experiencing real love every day. And those chocolates that have all that nasty feeling that I don't eat anyway, you know, don't nobody want that mess, that, that stuff that fades away, those flowers that die. You know, my mom right. had saying, give me my roses while I'm alive. But that's an everyday thing. You know, that's just not on February the 14th. Well, you know, and one thing that you said was that Valentine's is the most expensive celebratory yes. uh, event. I don't really call it a holiday because we don't get a mm-hmm. day off or anything. It's just yeah. a day. It, That's it's true. Because, That's you know, true. 
a lot of people, lies are expensive. They cost mm-hmm. money. You can make mm-hmm. up for all of the dirt you've done all year and all of this, and suddenly mm-hmm. one day a year you want to talk to the parents you haven't talked to all year. Uh, mm-hmm. You want to come home and try to atone for your sins with your spouse, whether it be male or female, whomever. Uh-huh. And this is the way it is. You know, right. and, and it, it's just um, ridiculous. Stephanie, you're still on the line here. Uh, okay, you want you me know, to get off? No, 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 no. Oh, I was no, about no, to yeah. ask you a question. I was about to ask you a question. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, I'm all what do ears. You do during this holiday, what do you do during this, I, I guess we'll call it just this Valentine, the V-Day time, because it's mm-hmm. not really a holiday. It's just a day. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Remember, yeah. Do you re- you also remember remember that comment I posted that Valentine's Day doesn't mean a damn thing to me. It's just another day in the year. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Stephanie is one of our ripples of focus. She yes. is a ripple Amen. of focus. And, Amen. Um, and and I yeah and you know I think that you know with my history with my history of a bad marriage and a string uh-huh. of abusive relationships that I was in. It's no wonder why I feel this way. Yeah. Yeah, you know, and I came out of an abusive marriage. Uh, I mean, when I say abusive, he did everything but kill me. And, um, yeah, and learning how to, to love and trust again. And for me, Give me, like you said, give me those flowers or whatever it is all during the year. Or just yes. say hello. Give me a call to let me know that you're thinking about me. Don't try to atone for your sins that one day and then the next morning you're Come trying on. to get up and go right back to doing the same you, crap that you were yeah. already doing. You know, Absolutely. Ma- yeah, you know, Maria, surprise, mm-hmm. I would say surprise me and do something right. But when all of a sudden a man goes out and showers me with gifts when he usually, when I think it's out of character for him, I think he's mm-hmm. feeling guilty about something. Right. That's why I said, you know, lies cost money. <laughs> they will cover yeah. it up. They will yeah. buy you the shiny <laughs> things and think that that will make it A-okay. I'm like, wait. You don't talk to me. You complain all year, and then all of a sudden, you're going to come Let's and bring me. Let's paint over the mildew on the ceiling. Let's paint the mildew on the ceiling and call yeah. that brand new. <laughs> right, right, exactly. Absolutely. I like the way you put it. Good one, exactly. Stephanie. Good one. Yes, that's a great one. Uh, don't forget for all of you who are listening. If you'd like to join our conversation, just press the number one on your phone. You're welcome to join us tonight. This is what this is about. This is what focus is about. This is about us talking these things out and walking in the name of this show is Healing Through Hurt. And it was birthed out of my abusive marriage. This show was birthed um, next month. We'll be celebrating our six-year anniversary. So it's been a while. It's been a while. And, um, well, well, to this and well day, I wish I heard of you before. Yeah, well, you know what? Well, I always well. say in timing. In timing, mm-hmm. you know what, Stephanie? And it seems like you have a story to tell, and guess what? That's what we do here. We talk it out, yeah. we walk it out, and then we Absolutely. move on. But the good part is that we do this together. 
I didn't make this show just to be some feel-good, fluff-fluff, foo-foo guru speaker <laughs> and all of that. You know, I just don't deal with that. I'm walking That's this right. journey. So when I dry people's mm. eyes, whether it's virtually, when I'm drying those tears, guess what? I, mm. A lot of times I'm sitting here crying with the people who are on this show. I'm sitting Amen. here shedding my tears, too, Amen. because I'm still on my healing journey. I am still mm. on and my abuser is still here every day. Mm. And the woman that he had the affair with, they were just here. They just came through when we were out there. The neighborhood was out there shoveling ourselves out because mm. we didn't get a plow until day four or five or something ridiculous. So mm-hmm. they were and it was very uncomfortable knowing that the person who raped me and who abused me was there with that little, you know, two-bit skank that he had the affair with. But guess oh, what? I love this. You and know, it, it's this. just amazing. Yeah, and about three weeks ago, I was so angry at somebody that, you know, I I wanted to get really physical with him. He was expecting me to go home and cry. Mm-hmm. I wanted to, you know what, pardon my language, okay? I yeah. wanted to rip his pudgy, sorry, white ass from limb to limb. And I was thinking about my father. My father is the only man who was ever good to me, and he was taken away from me when I was 14. I was thinking about my father that night, and if my father met this Michael D. Milner, my father would have killed him. For the way he treated me. You know, and, and, and if Michael ever hears this show, he's welcome to I call him. He does. You know what? And if I he's hope welcome, he does. He's welcome to call in and give his version of it because, of course, this is you talking. This is your truth that you're speaking, and he has every right to call it and speak his truth because I'd like to understand why. You know what, Stephanie? Now, now, Kim, I read this to Kim earlier, and what I did, I wrote a book, and I had a story in there, Stephanie, about I did people's real-life stories, but I put it in the form of poetry. Because that's how I chose to do it at the time. So let me let me just read. Let me read the piece for you that um, it talks about the night that my ex husband had come into my room, um, and he raped me, and he let me know that I was his property, and this is oh where I was God. that night. This is where I was that night, Stephanie, and, uh, well, um, Kim has already heard this, but let me read this to you all and Mm -hmm. let you all know just how close I had come Mm -hmm. to not just becoming a statistic in one way but in another. So this Mm -hmm. piece is called The Voice in the Dark. Darkness embraced my body. Chaos invaded my mind. After it violated my soul, I waited for the evil line next to me to loosen its grip. I stared into the night. Old Man Moon brought a dim light that illuminated the room. My eyes adjusted. As I stared at the monster, I watched it take slow, peaceful breaths. My hand caressed my silver savior that was locked and loaded. My trigger finger toyed with it. All I had to do was pull. I introduced my knight in shining armor to the back of the demon's head. Suddenly, I heard a voice in the darkness whispering to me, 
Hold on just a little longer. Your day of deliverance will soon come to thee. I fought to ignore it. My conscience urged me to obey, so I surrendered. Had I ignored the voice and allowed my will to win, my still Savior would have become my impending sin. Tears flowed, my body shook, and the dawn broke. The night of horror, a distant memory. The daylight brought me one day closer to freedom from the evil in my life that called me its lovely wife. A year has passed, and I come home alone. No one here but my memories and me, but thanks to the voice, I'm recovering, surviving, and free. So you see, that one night, I had it right at the back of that beast's head. All I had to do was pull the trigger. And no other woman would have had to have suffered what I went through. And he's a useless thing on the face of the planet. And, you know, my neighbor, as the, the neighbor that my, my ex had the affair with drove by me, my, another neighbor, she said she's not very attractive and she doesn't look happy. Oh, no, she can't be happy. Because one thing a snake can do, it can shed its skin until the day it dies. It's still going to be a snake. And Thank you. Before he left, you know, before he left me in our last days, he was very candid about his plans for the neighbor and her family, and he has weaseled his way right into the family. Nobody cared about what he did to me. Nobody cared about, you know, the 12 police cars outside of my home and, and, and the year-and-a-half protection order that I had out against him. I was awarded by the courts because I proved how abusive he was. Nobody cared about that. The neighbor, whatever lie they told, everybody was waiting to see a show. I never gave him a show. And he would stand by an open window and act like we were arguing. And my neighbor called, and she would say, y'all okay? I hear you all arguing. I said, do you hear us arguing, or do you hear one voice talking out of a window? This is how abusers do, narcissistic sociopaths do. But this man is still here every single day, every day. And he doesn't care who he hurts. He doesn't care what he's doing. All of a sudden, I divorced him in 2010. All of a sudden, every bit of mail that's being delivered to my house, every package is his. So he's back to using my address to commit fraud and everything else because he's a contractor. And they don't care. Nobody cares. Nobody heard me scream when I was going through my hell. Nobody mm-hmm. heard me scream. Neighbors know mm-hmm. how to come to me to ask me to help them, but nobody mm-hmm. heard me scream. And mm-hmm. the people that noticed the change in me said that they didn't want to get involved. Mm-hmm. So you see, I get it. I understand all of this. Yeah. Yeah. I understand it. But I, I came that close to probably having a life sentence because I would have gone to jail and been given a life sentence for blowing the head off of someone who doesn't need to be breathing on this earth anyway. Lord, forgive me, but it's the truth. And it's really sad. It's sad. And the thing is, we all have a story. The end may have been slightly different. Yeah, but the means is the same. And we have to understand something. We have to invest in ourselves and know that we are worth more than settling for pieces of crap 
in our lives. What did I say? A diamond is still a diamond. You know, I wonder why I ask ask myself this. Why am I a crap magnet? I think we all have asked ourselves that one, Stephanie. I think we we all have asked ourselves that one. I ask myself that question quite often myself. You know, I'm a minister. Um, I have a beautiful spirit. Um, I do anything I can for anybody, and I'm still a crap magnet. You know, and I think it's because men may see that weakness, that meekness as a weakness. Yeah. But it's actually a strength, honey. And it, it, is and it seems like it keeps, it keeps reoccurring from one man to the next. Mm-hmm. And it seems like I think um, the last man that I was with, maybe he smelled vulnerability like a bloodhound when he approached me in the laundromat two years ago. I'll tell you this. Had he not walked over to me, I would have never bo- I would never I would have never bothered with him. Right. I think I think, you know, my instincts were telling me that he seems like he's kinda arrogant. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, he was talking about all talk, talking all about himself and I noticed that when he starts talking he didn't let me get a word in edgewise. Go for your instincts. Always follow your instincts. Yeah, right. he was he was mm-hmm. talking over me. Wouldn't let me mm-hmm. get a word in edgewise. Mm-hmm. And I also noticed that, you know, something about him. He calls all the shots. It's his way or the highway. Mm-hmm. And I thought I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Mm-hmm. You know, I got involved with him. It was like an on and off kind of thing for like a year or year or so. And I noticed that um, whenever we went to the movies, he didn't ask me, well, what do you want to see? Where do you want to eat? It was always what he wanted to do. Uh-huh. Mm. Boy, and another thing is, is that he met, I mean, I remember one time we were at a restaurant and he invited. He asked me if I wanted to go to this restaurant. And as soon as the waitress brought the check and walked away from the table, he looked at me and he said to me, "Well, aren't you going to contribute?" I felt so uncomfortable and so mm-hmm. put in the spot. Mm-hmm. And then, and then I also remembered how I had to pay for pay for my own way. He was kind of cheap. And you know, other people had noticed. Other people had noticed that he had a tendency to diminish me, like I was not worth anything. What right. I said didn't matter. So he was not treating me right. Yeah, he wasn't. You I know, think one of the also- things that I noticed is that we as women will, um, we, we're fixers. We're fixer uppers. You know, we tend to ignore some of the the warning signs that we see because we think, okay, well, you know, through time he'll see, you know, I can show him, um, I can fix him. And I know that just in my walk alone, I had to learn for myself that that was something I couldn't do. Only God could. You know, I can't fix this man. I can't show him what love is if he doesn't know. Um, I can't bring him to an understanding, and it wasn't my job um, to do that. You know, I 
didn't want to be alone. So I didn't wait on what God was sending to me. I wanted things in my time. And even though I saw those warning signs, I overlooked them because I didn't want to be mm. by myself. You know, I, but I the one... Yeah, and I yeah, thought maybe he had maybe he had some good qualities about him mm-hmm. that you know he was very mm-hmm. intelligent that you know mm-hmm. I that I wouldn't have anything to do with a dummy but I also felt like he acts like he acts like you know other people are beneath him and I noticed that when we were in Panera Bread you know I kind of um yeah you know, he told me about this fellowship group that he belonged to and mm-hmm. I decided to um go see for myself what this fellowship group was about. As soon as somebody left the table to leave because they had errands to run, he would start talking about them, and he would start saying derogatory things about them. And this was not, you know, one person, but it was anybody who ever left the table, he would start talking about them. And I'm thinking, you know, gee, you know, does it make you feel better to put people down? Does it give you a real ego boost? Are you feeling real good about yourself because because you enjoy putting people down? And I'm pretty sure that he said some things about me. If he said them about um, this one or that one, I'm sure mm-hmm. he said them about me too. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think I know who I am. Right. Mm-hmm. But I think that a lot of times that they come in and they will test the waters. They will see just how far they can go. Mm-hmm. And the further they can go, especially narcissists and sociopaths, they will yeah. see just how far they can go. And even for me, I had no idea. My my ex and I, we did the old-fashioned dating. We would have mm-hmm. movie night and game night, and we would mm-hmm. go up to 7-Eleven and get mm-hmm. our our um you wow. know our big salt mm-hmm. and our and our quarter pounders and we did the old fashioned mm-hmm. everything. He didn't change until after we got married and things oh got my. really strange and the truth started oh, coming. and I'm the person, my story. Mm-hmm. But I'm the person I did the background checks and all of that. The kicker is mm-hmm. and it could only happen to me that his same there's someone in his area with the same first, middle and last name. They were born in the same month, maybe six days apart, one year apart in age. I kept getting the wrong police report, and I said, there's no way that this wonderful guy can be as bad as this other guy. Mm-hmm. Right after we got married, mm-hmm. I got his police report, and darned if it wasn't almost identical. Uh-huh. I was uh-huh. like, okay, seriously? And then everything started to change, and his true self started to come out. He started to complain about the fact that we had plans in place. He was a contractor. I I had helped him to build his business, and we were going to build a new home. I would keep this one as it was already, as a rental, and the whole nine yards. Um, all of a sudden, it was, this your house. My name ain't on it. And I guess he thought that I was going to feel bad badly and put his name on on the house that I had built. I had this house built from the ground, literally. There was a farm here. So I'm like, wait a minute. So what are you saying to me? I'm supposed to be upset and put your name on my house to appease you? And, you know, just fast forward a bit. He thought that he was going to get half of everything. 
Well, we got ready to divorce, and it became real to him that I was divorcing him. He said if he couldn't have half of everything, I would have 100% of nothing. So he proceeded to start tearing up my home. And because it was the marital domicile, the court said it was okay, even though his name wasn't on anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's because it's the marital domicile. He could tear it to the ground, and it would Mm -hmm. be okay. Mm -hmm. So, again... We need to understand. I'm like, oh, no. When I found out, and and, and to a degree, we as women, for me, let's just talk about me for a moment. Mm -hmm. I tried to make things work because I took my marriage vows seriously. But in in hindsight and digging deeper, my Mm -hmm. tolerance of people doing things to me went all the way back to my childhood. Mm -hmm. It didn't just start with me. I was always the come-to person. People would come to me to fix their problems. I was the business owner. I was the CEO. I was the one who was winning the awards and speaking and doing all of this. Then I married a piece of crap, Mm -hmm. and he proceeded to tear down everything. They have – she has – portrayed me they have taken my identity she has she's made me ten like like she was me they've mm. done put my mail on hold they've done all types of things so you know story. Uh-huh. the thing is that they will try us and we need to understand and learn that when we as women we have that thing called a woman's intuition when we know within our soul that it's not working and something's wrong we need to pay attention it's okay we can walk away because what's that old adage say we can do bad by ourselves we don't need any help we don't need any help you can't dance me I'll be darned if you're going to destroy me any further than I've already been broken. So I don't need that. And he did all types of things. He tried the color trick. He tried the fat trick. He tried the you're this, you're that. I'm like, you don't even have teeth in your mouth, and you got nerve to talk about me. You don't have a pot to pee in or a window to throw it out of. Throw it out of. Come on. (laughs) No, 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 no. I don't think so. You're messing with the wrong one. See, every woman that he had been with, well, his first wife, she was as crazy as he was. They would fight. But every other woman allowed him to take money from them, to walk over them, to do all of that. No, 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 no. Not on this watch you won't. I know, that's right. No, 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 no. And I I put him out. He left with what he came with, nothing in lies. And the bottom line is simple. He thought that he was getting over. He thought that he was go- I was going to break down and give put his name on my house and this. So now he's working on getting his name on a neighbor's house because guess what? The minute that he does, I'll be calling the IRS back and telling them to come get him because they want him for tax right. evasion. I'm like, you come, come get him and right. take that house too because guess what? They didn't give a hoot about me. I don't give a hoot about them. Amen. So the bottom line is simple. There comes a time when we need to say no. I did a show a couple days ago, um, a couple weeks ago. It's called No, You're No, K-N-O-W, You're No. We need to know it. And, and like you said, Stephanie, uh, had had if I had known more about him, I guess, I never would have become his business coach. I never would have gotten close to him. I never would have done anything because he is not my caliber. He is not my cup of tea. The real the person that I married doesn't exist. I married mm-hmm. a facade. Mm. So when I knew that I had said I do to someone who I don't, then mm. there was no no staying. 
I yes. had to figure out a way to get rid of him without ticking mm-hmm. off the courts where they would put me out of my own house and allow him to right. stay. Because I right. went before judges who denied me protection because he couldn't see bruises on my body. And that mm-hmm. judge has a history of denying people protection orders until he sees bruises. I think he got off on knowing that the women were beat up. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're here mm-hmm. for, to shed light on all of this so that we Amen. can walk this journey. And sometimes you said, how do we pick? Some people do pick the wrong people, but sometimes I've come to know that some men just aren't strong enough to be with me. Mm-hmm. So instead you of them being men about it and walking on, they do the coward's way out, and they try to destroy and break you down because mm-hmm. they try to break us yep. down to their mm-hmm. level to make them feel better as long as they yeah, can tear us down. Right. So that we are Some men are so good at their con. Some men are really so good at their con, you know, that you can miss some of those things. Um, my ex, you know, admitted to me during our marriage that he, he, pushed, he rushed to marry me because he knew his true self was coming out and I was going to walk away. He had to hurry up and get a ring on my finger before I could see who he really was. And he used to laugh about that. You know, it's a you know good and I told thing. him he's one of the best con men in the world. Got me good. You know, it's a good thing I never it's a good thing I never married this guy. Mm-hmm. And thank Jesus. And yeah, um and it turned out to be that um he had another woman with him. So mm-hmm. I felt like I felt like he just I um have been suspecting some things about him. Mm-hmm. I never been to his house. He cast me aside on he cast he casted me aside on weekends. Mm-hmm. He never celebrated holidays with me. Mm-hmm. And I remember I remember sending him my his very last um email telling him that if I seen the word ugly in the dictionary mm-hmm. his face would be right next to it and Amen. he sent me an email email um, back saying, well, you're sadly mistaken. This was a casual relationship. I had even asked him back a while ago, are we an item? And he mm-hmm. evaded answering my question, so I think he was hiding something from me. Absolutely. I mean, he never brought, he never invited me to his house. Mm-hmm. And whenever a man doesn't invite you to his house, I think he's hiding something. Mm-hmm. He is definitely hiding something. And you know mm-hmm. what I did? I looked him. I went online to look him up. I found out where he lives, but I never been by his house. But um, but you know, I'm thinking that if I drive by his house, it looks like mm-hmm. I'm stalking him. Mhm. Don't give him that power. Yeah, and he is so Don't not give worth him it. That That's power. what I was gonna say. Not even worth you it. You know, you know his name. I think his middle name is douchebag. <laughs> Michael B. Michael B. Milner. You are probably correct in that. Look, we're gonna do our disclaimers right now. That this is Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie is something. I'm loving Stephanie. And, and, and you know, I will call that to his friends at the um, St. Charles Fellowship. Mm-hmm. Michael B. Deuce, Michael D. Douchebag. Well, Mr. Douchebag, if you hear this show, feel free to call in and give us your version of what went down. And you have every right to call in and do that. But the bottom line is simple. It's here 
um, y- you know, it, it, it's it's just so. And and by the way, this is not a man bashing show because, yeah, gentlemen, not. we do understand that you come across some surly sisters too that do some mm-hmm. interesting things to you as uh. well. At least yeah, I you didn't know. drive. At least I didn't drive my car through his living room. <laughs> so do not you working. remember the movie on? Uh, do you remember the movie A Woman's Scorn? And it starred Ellen Burstyn. Not Ellen Burstyn, but Meredith Baxter. I get those mm. two ladies confused yeah. because both of them are blondes. I think mm-hmm. of Meredith Baxter every time she would get a kick out of this. Mm-hmm. I think that was the character that she played, though. Mm. I and think it's though. You know, but it, we have to make a promise to ourselves that we're not going to pull that around with us. The only reason why I speak about clown face is because I'm a speaker. I'm a coach. It's my job. It's what I do. I have to share my story because my story is my ministry. But if I were not in this field, if I were not in this realm, what kills him the most is the fact that when I cut him off, when he walked out of my door, now I'll tell you how bad it was. Now, until recently, you couldn't get a, a, you had to have a year-long wait in Maryland to get a divorce. Unless you met certain criteria. He left my house in June of 2010. I was granted my divorce in December of 2010. It was that bad. It It came that that quick. It was that bad. I met every criteria in this state. I met every criteria in this state to get what's called that infamous what is it called, Kim? A no weight divorce or whatever it is. Yeah, a no weight meet, divorce. I think it's called a no weight divorce. I mm. meant every single criteria. Wow. I meant every single criteria. Left my house to go down to Virginia. He was supposed to be going mm. to meet his long lost daughter, but he had mm. hooked up with several women that he met on the internet, and he was out mm. dating them. Took the mortgage money, took all of that with him to impress these women. Mm. While he was in Virginia, I changed the locks. I brought every Good. little bit of Amen. stuff he brought with him. I told him, and I was nice about it. I put his belongings uh. in one of my vehicles in my truck so that when uh. he got home, it wouldn't be out in it the elements and no one would steal it. I should have just Amen. put it down Good there by you. the sidewalk. I should have put it by the sidewalk for trash pickup and told him, get the woman. I told him, after I did a show, just like tonight, I got on, I sent him a text. I said, tell that thing lying next to you to get you a truck because mm-hmm. all your crap is outside. You no longer have a home Amen. here. Amen. He carried, you, know he carried fa- on like a you know what my father-in-law used to say? My father-in-law used to say that if you lay down with dogs, you wake up with fleas. Fleas. Oh, right. yes. Yes. That's right. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yes, indeed. And you know what? And I was dirty and I needed a bath. Yeah, you know, many of us have woken up with baths, those fleas. You know, you get those, those flea baths and all of mm-hmm. that. And I'm like, guess what? The tick had to go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we talking about fleas. <laughs> like, the dog had to, had to go. The dog had to go. Because you know mm-hmm. what? And not only that, ladies, at some point I think I lowered my standards as opposed to staying in that realm where I know that mm. I do best. And we need to stop taking in strays. 
It's as simple mm-hmm. as that. We need to stop yes, taking indeed. it straight. Because you can have someone who's very controlled, and that doesn't mean that he's not a stray. You know, when you see somebody who talks at you and not to you and t- and, and right. hears you speaking but is not listening to you, it's time to walk oh, away. Yeah. It's time for us to walk away. That's right. what the premise of, of the group is. We're going to have meetups where we can come out and have a good time, a good meal, socializing, movie nights, hang out with girls. I would night love out. that. To make this work. Yes, this indeed. Work. That's what mm-hmm. this I would is about. Love that. That's what focus is about. That's what right. focus is about. We're all going to find our focus. That was mm-hmm. the one. I'm the queen of making yeah. acronyms. But everywhere mm-hmm. I look at I see that word focus. Focus is everywhere. We need to refocus. We need to get grounded again. And Mm -hmm. we need to, one of the things that I do, because I do a show called a Saturday morning motivation, and I put up Mm -hmm. the link for that in in our, um, our chat thread over on the meetup, um, Stephanie, but it's all about loving you, taking care of you, respecting you. Right. It's all about that. And one thing mm-hmm. that I said, you know, it's coming up on this February. I said, so, so you're out, somebody. And I said, they know how to target the people who mm-hmm. are down and out on Valentine's mm-hmm. Day. And I said, you yeah. know, they'll come up to you and say, hey, where you from? I like you. I like your eyes. I like this. I said, tell them you're from your cocoon and spread your Amen. wings and flowing up out of Amen. there. Come on. <laughs> like the butterfly. You're coming out That's of your right. cocoon. You don't need that mess. Bye. Bye. Nobody wants to hear those lines. They're tired and they're old. And like I said, yeah, I think they're. I think yeah, yeah. They're. I think yeah. They're. They're um. They're waterlogged. They're waterlogged. They're threadbare. Hmm? Come up with something original. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. Like the guy, yeah, like the guy in the laundromat. You know, watching me fold my clothes. I thought Mm -hmm. that was kind of creepy. Yeah. <laughs> and Plus you know, my is, why are you in the laundromat? Are you in the laundromat because you're homeless or something? Or are you in the laundromat because you just want to dry? I used to wash my clothes. I have a wash and dryer in my home. The thing is mm-hmm. that I happen to like to be able to throw the stuff in the dryer, get it all done at once, nice and mm-hmm. hot, fold it up nice and neat, and come yep. back home. I always yep. go to the laundromat at like 3 o'clock in the morning because they're 24 morning, hours. <laughs> Just <laughs> like, you know, my local Walmart, that's a 24-hour mm-hmm. store. I go shopping at 3 o'clock because 10 to 1, there's not going to be too many creeps out there looking for a date at 3 that's o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. So, you know what? I, if you're standing there, it's like, so why are you in a laundromat? Do you not mm-hmm. have a home? Do you not have a wash and dryer? Tell me why you're here. You know, not everybody okay. does. I understand that. But to see mm-hmm. men out there and they're watching you and this and that, no. Why are you here? To me, and, and Greek if you're a real man, that's exactly what it's about. But if he's yeah, a real man, he won't have a problem answering. Mm-hmm. Real men don't have a problem answering yeah. questions. They mm-hmm. won't. And and, and, and that's you know, it. There, are, there are some people who don't who don't have laundry facilities where they live, and right, I have I happen to live in a place where um, the machines are not kept well kept, and the uh, mm-hmm. laundry rooms are not well maintained, and that's why mm-hmm. I've been going to the laundromat not because I'm yeah. homeless, yeah. but in, but um people have a tendency to leave their clothes in the machines, and yeah. then when and then when you go to remove them, 
They complain mm. about that bad. So by threatening to call the police on me once. Oh, wow. Well, that's they shouldn't have been so that The Baltimore County Police have been fish to fry. But this is the thing. Me as a woman, I like going to the laundromat because instead mm-hmm. of me putting in one load after another, I can just yeah, like do it all at one time and get it done. Do it all at once. And get mm-hmm. it done. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. exactly. But yeah. when you have men in there, and that's one of the main places that a lot of men, and that's old school, where they go to laundromats to pick up people. It's like, why mm-hmm. are you here? I know why I'm here. I'm a woman. We know how to wash clothes. We know mm-hmm. how to tell it works. We know how to make it easy. What can take us four hours to do with one washer and one dryer can take mm-hmm. us, you know, an hour and a half or so to do right. if That's we're at a laundry mat. We know what we're mm-hmm. doing, but why mm-hmm. is he there? Why is he there mm-hmm. peeping and looking? And they scope out people. And they listen. I've had them where, you know, that they come up, what's your name? My name is Mary, and that's with an I or E in it. <laughs> I don't wonder if that number to dollar prayer still exists because I should have given him the number to dollar prayer. (laughs) (laughs) I knew somebody who did it too. Oh my goodness, that is beautiful. I never thought it. Thanks for that, Stephanie. I've had to find out myself. (laughs) The number to dollar prayer. That's a good one. (laughs) Look, we should start a pseudo number. Should start, start start a pseudo number. Just everybody giving the one number. Hi, leave a message. I'll get back to you. And they're like, it doesn't sound like her, but maybe I. Hey, hey, Stephanie, it's John. Hi, nice to see you. It's like, mm-hmm, yeah, okay. And we can have one one main number where we all give out that same safe number and one voicemail. Like, hi, sorry I missed you. Leave a message. Uh, but you know the most beautiful thing in this that I hear is just that we are survivors. You know we made it through because there are some women who don't make it through. Yeah, right, you know, yeah. Right I would there say are that some women who don't make it through. I can remember um, someone telling some of me that they would end up in the house of Ruth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Don't get me started on that organization. Uh, yeah. Do not get me started on that particular yeah. organization because yeah. they forsake me. More than once. I'm like, are you all for real? Yeah. Oh, they won't tell you who the judges are we shouldn't go before because that cut into their funding. Maybe mm-hmm. they not can't say it out loud, but mm-hmm. that's that's the message that I was told when I said, yeah. well, I went before Judge so-and-so. Well, you know, he's one of the judges you should never go before because he, he doesn't want to give out any protection orders. Well, why don't you tell us that? Oh, no, that cut into our funding. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly why what we do, we're a small group. We're funded by a small nonprofit, and we keep mm-hmm. things going because, for the simple fact that we're grassroots here. We're really people who are walking on that journey. We are people yeah. who've been down that road. We're not mm-hmm. some. I'm not some CEO making a seven-figure salary and sitting out mm-hmm. here taking all the donations for my salary. Right. I'm not even right. doing that. We're volunteers right. trying to make people heal. And that's mm-hmm. what it's all about. Mm-hmm. But that's what it's all about. And, yeah, that's why I said from day one, let's get together. Let's go out and have lunch. Let's break bread that's together. Indeed. Let's mm-hmm. talk. You know how yeah. to reach us. That's what yeah. I created and that's expanding focus for because that's I indeed. want 
focus to grow like healing through hurt. I want us to touch the world. I want us Mm -hmm. to have our ambassadors in every state, every Mm -hmm. chapter, so that we are growing and we are helping Mm -hmm. one another heal no matter where we are. We are working together. Yes, and Stephanie know that we are all reachable. Um, We are all reachable. There are many ways. Um, You can friend us on Facebook. This was a rather unique way for a meetup. This Mm -hmm. is the most unique meetup I've ever came across. It's like, I would say, it's it's like like a real-life chat room, and you're actually talking with real people. I can't think of any better way to spend a Saturday night in the comfort of my living room. That is beautiful. That is beautiful. Thank you, and that's it. Your validation, and this is a job well done. absolutely. This is what it's all about is doing this, Mm -hmm. and if we agree to it, we can set this up once a month and have our focus chat which, you know, mm-hmm. I wanted to do it anyway, but now we have purpose this and meaning me. and yes, validation. Yes, we do. We absolutely do. Validation. Yes, we absolutely do. Yes, and that's what this is about, is to make this work for all of us and know that mm-hmm. we are so not alone. We are in yes. this together. We are all mm-hmm. in this together. We are a sisterhood. Doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Shape, size, color, that has no bearing on it. Yes, we indeed. have to come together as women. Mm-hmm. We do. Yeah, we just we do. do. And you know, I mean, for and how other women, you know, younger women coming yes, up who are seeking, women, who don't ages, know the things that we've all learned. Ages. Mm-hmm. And we do have men who mm-hmm. support us that can also be mentors to a man who've been Absolutely. hurt. Absolutely. Because a lot of men hurt Where too. Where are yes, they? Real men. Where yes. are they, though? They're married. The good ones are married. You know why? Um, you know what? You know why you see those men out there on um, on dating websites like mm-hmm. Our Time. Yeah. You know what I'm thinking about yeah, those men right. who are still out there. Nobody wants them. That's why they're still out there. Yep. Well, they, well, they call that what? the hookup the hookup chat. <laughs> But a lot, That's what I, I heard it called. It's just but for I the can hookup. I tell you, ladies, this. My ex was on, his favorite place at the time was Plenty of Fish. Then he moved on to other dating sites, and he'd tell the story. He's a big-time contractor. And it was so funny because his daughter was young at the time, and she'd spend every other weekend with us here. And she and I were close, and she said, yeah, my father was out, and he was driving my vehicle. So he was out, and he was talking to some woman, and he said, yeah, I own a home, and I got two cars, and I do this. Now, all that was my stuff that I own. His name was on nothing. But he was yeah, using everything oh, that my I God. to impress yeah. other and women. He took but he was plenty of dating that sites. He took, a, he took credit that really belonged to you. Absolutely. Of but course. That's what that's they did. they have nothing. They're Come nobodies, and they have nothing. Now, don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. Do not get me wrong, anyone. I have met some of the best people, and that's a show for another day. But mm-hmm. I, I love online dating because I'm so busy. It gives yeah. me a chance to network and meet people. Some have become yes. networking and this business partners. So now, they I are for real, aren't they? Are they real? Oh, yes. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know what? We have to we have to do our homework. We have to listen to our instincts. Mm-hmm. We have to know 
when it's time. I'll tell you all. I'll tell you all the story because we're we're almost coming to the end. We have about thirty minutes left in our show, but mm-hmm. this is the kicker. This is the kicker. So I met this guy online, and he was all trying to be all uppity and didn't know what he was talking about. We had gone to some restaurant out on Ricestown Road, mm-hmm. and. Um, the waiter had come over, and he's still trying to impress me, talking all this crap, and I was so unimpressed. And then he wasn't as attattractive as this picture because men will lie on dating sites, too. Oh, yeah. So oh, I'm yeah. sitting up here. Uh-huh. So well, he got up there, and um, um, he, um, he decided that he wanted some lasagna. And mm-hmm. I said, I You mean lasagna? <laughs> okay, I'm getting to that. You mean lasagna? Okay, I'm getting to it. Uh, yeah, I do. I mean lasagna. I never so heard like, of that. Wait a minute. And I'm like, wait, what did he? And I looked at the waiter. The waiter looked at me, and we both looked kind of startled. And I'm like, I'm thinking he might want some lasagna. So anyway, that's what I was thinking. So after you know that, so he didn't so know how to read. That, he right. probably he didn't know how to read. But it gets worse. So he comes in, and then when the check comes, he's. Checking all the, you know how they check all their body and his back pockets. pockets. <laughs> oh, wow. like um, like their oh, wallet, wow. like they left the wallet. Oh, wow. and, and I was like, you know, he said that he had lost his wallet, and he looked all scared and stuff. I said, oh, don't worry about it. I said, you know what? Don't even worry about it. And I said, you know what? I'll take care of this. So I called the waiter over, and he sat back and he started finishing up his food. Like, got her. And I said, waiter, and I said, separate checks. He found his wallet. Good for you. He found his wallet. Yes, indeedy. Yes, indeedy. My daughter-in-law yes, will tell indeedy. you about me and my date capades in a minute. Because, you know, I, I love Dates a good meal. Paid. If you're going to give me a good meal, yeah. good conversation. And these uh-huh. people, some of them, you have to just weed through the mess. You have to go yeah, through you it really and weed do. out the mess. Mm. But it's like. Yeah, I look like me, but you don't look like your picture at all, period. And ladies, 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 don't let any man – and another another quick story. I was out going to visit a friend of mine with cancer. This was years ago. Mm-hmm. So I stopped at a gas station, and um, there was a group of workers. They were a little bit far away over to the side, and they were mm-hmm. making fun of some of the ladies pumping their gas. So mm-hmm. – you know, some of the ladies, you could tell that one lady, she was almost practically in tears because she knew that they were making fun of her. Mm-hmm. I just stared them down, and I'm looking at these oversized things with the bellies hanging over the, the belt mm-hmm. to the knees, and I'm looking at them, and then I do my little lip quiver. I'm like, ugh, mm-hmm. and they could tell that I was repulsed by them, and all I could mm-hmm. hear was their little male body parts starting to shrink. <laughs> and I'm like... And I'm looking at them like, are you all for real? Have any of you looked in the mirror and saw what you look like? Amen. We need to understand as women, stop allowing men to walk over us and make us feel bad about how we look. Don't let any woman who thinks that she's the princess of the world, just make sure that while she's running around playing as a princess, that's because she's intimidated by you who are a queen. Uh-huh. That's yes, the indeed. difference. And, you know, a lot of times you look at the the most men that tend to mistreat us are the ones that have the less to offer in this world. They feel mm-hmm. inadequate to their, even their friends because they are nobodies and they never will be. 
once again on this show, this does not apply to every man. There are yeah. some good, faithful, wonderful men out there. We applaud mm. you. We appreciate you. We respect you. But right now mm. we're talking about the pieces of junk that we had to deal with. Mm-hmm. So the bottom line is simple. These are our stories. The premise of the show, the tagline is real people, real stories, real right. hurt, real healing, real Amen. raw. We have to mm-hmm. keep it real because when we start sugarcoating our hurt, it serves mm-hmm. no one. Too much mm-hmm. sugar gives most people diabetes. That's all they're going to get out of it. Bad teeth. Mm-hmm. They're going to get diabetes and or bad teeth. That's it. So we have to <laughs> stop sugarcoating it and add the truth to our lives. When we start facing the truth, then Mm -hmm. we can start to break down those barriers and work towards our road, uh, paving our road to healing. That's when it helps. That's when it helps. Otherwise, we're not serving any purpose whatsoever to anyone, especially ourselves. So I mm-hmm. say to everyone listening, it's okay if you are the big bad wolf all during the 364 years, don't you end up settling for yeah. any and everything on February 14th because guess That's what? Right. You bring it home to your home, mm-hmm. you lie down with it, you're going to get up with a flea a tick or a baby, whichever one will yeah. come. And some of us, we too old to be waking up with a baby in our bellies. I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Don't let it happen. And guess right. what? And if you think that you love him that much and you get pregnant, guess what he's going to do? He's still going back home to his other lady, his wife, or whatever. If a man can't whine and dine you and then you all get a hug or a handshake and you go home and back, then he calls you the next day, guess what? It's not worth it. And I'll tell you all about online. One guy I dated, his name was Richard. I love him to this day. We met on Match.com. We went to what was back then, it was called... um, Hops, I think. It was a restaurant out in Owings Mills, Maryland. Oh, I love Hops. They had the best steak. They make their own beer. Oh, yeah, beautiful restaurant. But we talked until the place Mm. closed. Oh, We talked until the place closed. He walked Mm. me out to my car. As Mm. much as I wanted to to just talk the night away, we Mm. got a hug. He said, you know what, let's get together again on Friday. And by Friday, we talked. During the week, he invited me out to his house. He lived in this beautiful mansion out in Westminster. I was like, okay. We had the best relationship. We were great together, but circumstances and an emergency, we just grew apart from one another. But it oh, can yeah. It can happen. It can, it can. happen. I was there in a seven-year relationship. I was in a seven-year relationship, and... You know, I still have feelings for Glenn, mm. but we just yeah. But I think we just drifted apart, and we dated in high and it school. Happens. Yeah, it yeah. does happen, it but I never really hated him. I just think that he was not. We were not on the same page, mm-hmm. right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, that people absolutely. too tend to grow apart. People mm-hmm. can grow apart. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah. But in the same breath, we need to understand that it's okay for us to be alone. It's okay for us to be alone. What's not okay is for us when we allow ourselves to feel lonely. 
We have to be active. We have to get involved with something, with some organization, some groups. We have to keep ourselves busy so that we don't hear the silence when we walk inside of those four walls. We have to have people who we can talk to who understand what we're feeling and what we're going through. We have to have that support in our lives. If we don't, that's when the problems start, and we begin to lower our standards and we prepare mm-hmm. ourselves to settle, mm-hmm. to settle. I don't need that. I'm too old now. Mm-hmm. To, I was, Even when I was younger, I was too smart then to just settle for any and everything. Right. And right. As I got older, I saw potential in people, and mm-hmm. I started to invest in potential. Right. as opposed to mm-hmm. people who are already there. I need to align with people that have more than I do, more education, right. more more expertise, more mm-hmm. opportunities, people who can mm-hmm. help me to grow, who can enhance me, as well right. as I enhance them. You know, so right. many of my girlfriends, they talk about, well, he got to have this, and he's got to have that, and he's got to, got to, got to. And I'm like, what are you bringing to the table? Mm-hmm. Well, you know, can you cook? No. Do you clean? No. Yeah. Can you talk about world topics? Absolutely not. What six-plus figure man is going to want you? One thing that I can tell you all is that a lot of... I intimidated by him. You know what? But men who are established, they just want a woman that they can converse with. They want a woman that they can have a cerebral conversation with uh-huh. that understands what they're saying. They don't want yeah. a woman where they're always dishing out because every single six-plus-figure man that I've known, CEOs and all of that, they said, if you come to them like a whore, they're going to treat you like treat one. Treat you like a whore, yeah. Oh, you're yeah. right. You are yes, right. Indeed. If you act like a whore, you'll be treated like a whore. Uh-huh. If you act like a lady, you'll be treated like a lady. Uh-huh. And know your self-worth. Don't not, know yourself first. Know that you can, like that you deserve that type of man, you know, and right. don't seek that lesser one just to saddle. You know, like Maria right. said, don't do that. You know, know your self-worth. That's very important. You know, I know it, it, there were times at points in my life where, you know, I might have met that six-figure man, but I, I, I had a habit of saying, I think you have champagne taste, I'm just a wine cooler. I was downplaying myself. That was a lie. Oh. You know, I actually believe that. But I was intimidated, right. and I was like, you know, uh, you got champagne taste. I'm just a wine cooler. You know, that's a downplay. You know, saying to them that, you know, I- I'm not what you're looking for. I didn't know my self-worth. Right. You right. know, and so and we I- have to know our self-worth. And I had a friend of mine tell me one time, you never put yourself down in front of mm-hmm. a man. Mm-hmm. Oh, No. You never put yourself down in front of anybody. In front of anybody. Because there are women out there who will try yeah. to step on you to get ahead as well. So the, oh, yeah. you never put yourself down in front of anyone because mm-hmm. the more that we do it, the more we convince ourselves that we are exactly who we are. Exactly. Not exactly. And we're not. Mm-hmm. We're not. Mm-hmm. We're not. And I'll tell you exactly. this. And don't go out there looking for stuff. Don't look like you're hungry. Uh-huh. Because usually when you look like you're hungry, I always I always use this analogy. I w- watch some of these commercials that come on, especially late night, and they say, mm-hmm. for just $5 a day, 
of five dollars a day, you you can feed two children for a week. I'm like, wait uh-huh. a minute. So when you're hungry, you're gonna get five dollars worth of food, whatever that slot may be that they're gonna give because I guarantee it's not steak, shrimp, lobster, and all of that. Amen. So mm-hmm. let me understand. Yeah, so you're when lucky you're if you get casserole. You'll right. get casserole. Because <laughs> right. I'm like, wait a minute. Now. I can't even feed myself all day for five dollars. Well, maybe mm-hmm. I could try it once or I twice. I feed myself but, for less than five dollars a day. Right. But I'm like, what? Because I do. I'm cook. like, mm. or, or you know, I'm just saying, you know what? A dollar a day. So these third world kids, you can feed for my five dollars. You can feed mm-hmm. this kid for a day or two. Yeah. So what are you feeding them exactly? I want to see what they're get, eating for five dollars. I'm like, wait a minute. Right. What are they eating exactly for $5? And it's the same thing in life. Mm -hmm. If you downplay yourself or you put yourself on sale Mm -hmm. when you belong in in the secured case, guess Mm -hmm. what? If you you put yourself on sale for $5 and you still do have some that might try to talk you down from the $5. Yes, come on. If you're worth a million dollars, why put yourself on sale for 100 Mm Mm-hmm. You know, don't do it. That's right. And the one thing that I have learned, and I always said I'm going to bring together some of my six-figure friends, six-plus-figure mm-hmm. friends, and mm-hmm. let them let the women hear what they have to say because we, as some of my fellow sisters, have it all wrong. Mm-hmm. If you want to be a whore and you tell them, this is, I'm a high-maintenance woman and blah, 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 okay, they can afford you. They really can. Mm-hmm. But most mm-hmm. of them, not all, but most of them, are never going to make you have their last name. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny that when I was de- when I was dating the higher-end men, I didn't want anything. I wanted to make my own way in this world. When I was younger, I wanted to get my own business, and I wanted to, to do that. And by yeah. doing so and rejecting them, mm-hmm. they gave me, they offered me more and more. And I said, why did mm-hmm. you do this? They said, because you don't want it. Exactly. Exactly. And it's it's amazing that mm-hmm. mindset. But when you don't want it, when you don't appear mm-hmm. to be hungry, when you don't mm-hmm. appear to be that, they are willing to give you everything. Everything. And for those of you listening, and yes, you think, indeed. oh, that's how the game is played. Guess what? Mm-hmm. They can see through your facade too, so you can make they pretend may. like you don't want it, but they will still see that you really do. So oh, don't yeah. even try it, people. That's not even an option for you. Don't be stupid, nope. sir. Don't do it Because mm-hmm. it's not going to work Because the real yes, men, indeed. they know Those real men, they will give you the world When you really mm-hmm. don't want anything And one thing that they loved about me And that was all of them Was the fact that I'm well-rounded and versed They could mm. talk to me on almost any topic in the world And what I didn't know Amen. I said, I'm not familiar with that Could you enlighten me? And then mm-hmm. I'd sit there and listen to what they said and really mm-hmm. be listening, and they liked that. Mm-hmm. They liked the mm-hmm. fact that I appeared to be interested in what they had to yes. say. Yes. And most people don't have yes. that type of control, so they're not going to mm-hmm. sit there. And then if they quiz them afterwards, they could tell that they didn't listen to a word that they said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh. But it's all about we have to work on who we are. We have yes. to be that commodity. When we mm-hmm. are that com- oh, going out, my girlfriends will go out, a gentleman might walk up and say, I'll buy you and a drink and all of mm-hmm. your friends a drink. They get rooftop liquor. I'll say, you know what, I'll just have a simple um, virgin colada or something like mm-hmm. that. 
My mm-hmm. drink costs seven fifty. Theirs costs twenty seven fifty. And it's mm-hmm. like, okay, now you want to know why you can't get anybody? Right. That's why. Right. Have your own before you go out looking for someone to get it for you. Have your mm-hmm. own. Because mm-hmm. when you find out that what you've invested in yields little or no return, you will have something to fall back on. Amen. That's how it works. Amen. But when you're going out there looking for someone to complete you as, as opposed to enhance you, guess what? Right. We want to have a, someone. a quarter of a person. Right. You want it was a quarter of a person. Mm-hmm. But that's it. A lot of people go out there looking for that. They feel as though they're 50%, half, please. and they need that oh, another please. half to make them 100. And it's mm-hmm. sad because it's like you are complete. We need to understand that the person that we see in the mirror is 100% complete. Amen. And even Amen if they're not today, I keep looking for the right piece to complete yeah. the masterpiece. That's what we need to do. We need to talk to that person that we see in the mirror so that we understand that we are so much, we are worth so much more. Mm-hmm. We are indeed our own worst enemies sometimes. So many people, they harp over, I was married for 25 years and he left me yeah. for a younger woman and they lived down the street. Mm-hmm. Okay, you're single today. So guess right. what? Would you want to spend your it's next long. 25 years with a person who doesn't love you, who's living a lie? Or do you want Amen. to learn how to live? Because now you have your freedom. But guess what? Uh-huh. He moved out of the way. He moved out of the way for a real man That's to right. come in and enhance you again and make you That's happy. That's right. Let him Somebody that really girl. does love you. Let you right. know what that tells me about me and who left this place after that. 25 years? Mm-hmm. You know what that tells me? It tells me his level of maturity if he's running after a younger woman. That tells well, me his uh, level well, of maturity. Well, it doesn't even tell me about the maturity. It lets me know that he needs to find someone that he can control that makes him feel like the man that he longs to be. Amen. Because come on. my ex-husband told me, my ex-husband told me, he said, when he comes home to me, reality sets in, and all of his mm-hmm. inadequacies become full circle. When he's out mm-hmm. with the neighbor, she's, he's the best thing since sliced bread and air. So mm-hmm. he can live his life with her, and she's happy with that. Mm-hmm. Even though I never downed him, I was there to support he him. Stay he knew when he came home. <laughs> Amen. She won't stay young forever. Mm-hmm. She ain't young. She was living with her mother and father. That's their mm-hmm. house that they're shacking up in when they're around. A couple oh, yards from my house. Oh, my God. She lives with her mommy and daddy. She right. has absolutely nothing. But, see, you have to remember a lot of these men need a woman who's of a lesser person so that they can feel better about themselves. So, so these, amen. He's like a real amen. man. And, and like he said, she's dumb enough to sit there and wait for him to come back when he feels mm-hmm. like coming back. And I said, mm-hmm. for real? And he looked at me side eye. He said, you know me. And mm-hmm. I said, so she just sits there and waits for you. He said, and she better wait. Mm-hmm. And she does, obviously. And mm-hmm. she looks so unhappy. She looks, She dropped him off because they had to dig her parents' house out. And she went down. Her sister lives down the street from me. So she had a ride. I just stood there with my shovel smiling. I'm like, she looks really unhappy. She really mm-hmm. does. I guess she figured that what she thought was my treasure she was stealing really turned out to be trash. Oh, I said, well, back to shoveling. Right. I was like, 
No. So you know what? We need to understand that. We need to stop settling. We need to stop mm-hmm. lowering our standards. Absolutely. We need to stop lowballing ourselves. That's what Definitely. we need to do. Mm-hmm. It's as simple as that. We need to stop this. So for those of you who are still on the call, Corey, and there's quite a few, mm-hmm. if you'd like to join in, we have about 10 minutes. We have 9 minutes, 58 seconds, and we'll be gone right before the show ends. So we have about, we'll say we have seven minutes left. If you'd like to make a comment, press the number one on your phone now. You're perfectly welcome to join us and give mm-hmm. us some ending comments if you'd like. But, ladies, um, this has been a really great conversation. I see people here. Thank you all so much for hanging out with us in the call query. Mm. You all have been here since the show started. Thank you for at least being here. You don't have to say anything if you don't Mm -hmm. want to. The fact that you stayed here to listen means Mm -hmm. so much to us. This is about us talking and working together so that we can heal and make it through all of this. This is what it's about. We're not going anywhere. We're going to continue to find our focus, and we're going to walk this road together. Mm -hmm. We are going to walk this road together. And, again, if you'd like to join our other groups, we are Focus, Females Offering Clarity, Unity, and Success, over on Facebook. Uh, You can check out our website, Focus, the number four, today.com. We do have that. Um, When... We're done taping the shows. You'll be able to see them streaming online first Mm -hmm. while we figure out the network situation and all of that. But we are here. We are here. We are available. Some of us are ready and available to come out. If you have organizations you'd like for us to speak at, we can do that as well. We can put together total programs. You know, as I said, we will have a lot of webinars, uh, classes, Mm -hmm. um, all types of things. We also have this, the talk show, so that we can come together and do exactly what we did tonight. This is Mm -hmm. what it's about, us coming together, talking it out, and walking it out. And we're going to move forward from this day on. We're not going to look backwards because we know what's behind us. So unless you like heartache and pain, not run back, you already know. You know what I wanted to ask you, Marie? When Uh you mentioned Facebook, is this com- is this conversation that we had for almost an hour and a half? Is it going to go on Facebook verbatim? Verbatim? Yes, because you know I said a few things, but I was just you know I was just blowing off steam. Oh no, no, yeah. Oh, it's fine. We know, yeah, that's what it's this absolutely is about. fine. Yeah. You can mm-hmm. blow off steam, but you know. And you know what I'm thinking? I'm thinking that that person I was talking about tonight, guess what? That's his loss. He lost a <laughs> yes, good person. Is. Absolutely he it is his loss. Mm-hmm. And if he wasn't a he good person, a really good speak person. your truth. Right. And if he hears the show and he has something to say, what mm-hmm. I say, 646 he can call in or call, or call my office directly, 202-618-2556. He has something mm-hmm. to say, he can say it. Mm-hmm. No problem. And you, you know, know it, usually and I you know, do say just use their first you know name. It wouldn't, even, it wouldn't even matter what he had to say because, um, I, yeah, because he has a way of twisting things that I said so it would suit him. 
Of course. And we know so, this. And he was always quick to throw me under the bus anyway. Mm-hmm. We know this. We know what, what, what narcissistic sociopathic type people do. We know what they do. We know what they do. We know that people have Very a way of twisting people. But Very just like I said, my ex people. used to stand by the window. But he'd stand by the window and argue so that neighbors could say, oh, yeah, they argued all the time. No, you heard one person out that window. And it was so interesting. He never knew that I had an earpiece on and I was on the phone with people. And they're like, oh, my gosh, it sounds like you all are arguing. But you're talking to me and it's only, now that I'm noticing this, it's only one voice. Of course it is. Uh It's just him. Uh But he wanted the, the, he he was setting me up. He was trying to set me up to pull the neighbors to say, yeah, we heard him arguing all the time. We heard them arguing all the time. No, you heard him arguing. You never right. heard my voice answer him back ever, mm-hmm. ever, ever. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and it was all about. Yeah, it was all about him. Just like, just like this, this just like the people in the fellowship, they'll hear his side of the story, but they'll never hear mine. Mm-hmm. Or you know he'll make or well, you know he'll fine. make it. Speak your truth anyway, because That's someone right. in this world needs to hear your story. Someone in this world needs to hear your story. And somebody so else already the- heard it anyway. And I told them the whole story. I told them the I told them the whole enchilada. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And she had noticed that, you know, when we were out in public, how he had a te- how, you know, he would diminish me in front of other people. Uh-huh. And, right. you know, she had mentioned, and she had mentioned to me, do you know, do you notice the way that how I'm positioned from all the way down on the other end of the table from him when we're out in public, when we're out, you know, in a um, venue like Panera Bread or something? How mm-hmm. you know how she was seated all the way down at the further end of the table from because he had a tendency to annoy her. Well, you know what? Next time we come together, we will pick that up because we have a little less than four minutes now. Kim, you have any parting words? Because we're running out of time here, so uh, I'll leave it up to you, Kim, to leave some uh, parting words and. Stephanie, thanks so much for being here, being online. And we'll do this again. We'll do this again in we a couple of weeks. Absolutely. Yes. And then we'll be setting up our face-to-face meetups as well. So don't think that this is all that there is to us, but it's still winter, and it's cold outside, and we're tired. Yeah. So a lot yeah. of us, we're going to make it in trouble in the winter. Well. And uh, I'm we'll tired do that. So Kim, I'm tired of outside, afraid I'll slip and fall. Yeah. Mm. So we're like waiting until spring like to get going. Yeah, we are. I sound like an old lady who just had hip surgery. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm hurting, too. I took off yesterday from work because my mm-hmm. side was hurting really badly. But, Kim, we have about uh, two minutes or so, so any, yeah, any parting just, words? For- yeah, I just want to let everybody know, you know, know your self-worth. You are beautiful. You are loved. God loved you so much that he gave his only begotten son. And I, I can't even imagine that task. And the person you picked needs to love you just as much. You know, have a beautiful celebratory day. As uh, C. Maria Wall said, you know, it's not a holiday. And it's, if, if somebody really loves you, they're going to love you every day of the year. So don't stress yourself over this one, you know, celebratory day. Right. So, again, right. we're about to go. 
Thank you yeah. all for being here with us this evening. Thank Absolutely. you all on the call, Query, for sticking mm-hmm. out with us here on our very first focus, Ripples of Focus. Females offering clarity, unity, and success are virtual chat. We will try to set these up for at least once a month as part of our um, calendar of programs. Uh, so until next time, you know what, people, as always, I always say I pray you enough. I pray you enough sunshine to brighten your rainy days, and I pray you enough rain to make your gardens grow beautifully. I pray you enough smiles to turn the frown that you've been carrying around upside down. But most of all, I pray you enough strength and courage to face whatever may be coming your way this week. We will end as we have begun with Miss Tori Lee. The title of the song is Good Music. Thank you so much for being here with us. If you need us, you can give us a call, 202-618-2556, or reach out to the original Ripples of Focus over on Focus, F-O-C-U-S, the number four today, dot com. Or you can write to me at let's grow at cmariawall.com as a backup, of course. And, of course, you can find out all of our information on my website, cmariawall.com. Again, thank you so much for being here, Kim. Hold tight. Um, I'll be back. Uh, I'll call you in a moment. Stephanie, thank you so much for being here. The fellow Ripples on the line and the other visitors in the chat room in here. Yes. Thank you so much for being here. Good night, ladies. Have a wonderful time. We'll see you again soon. Good night, Stephanie. Good night. Good night. I get lost in your words, it feels so good when I'm hurt, take my mind off of the pain, love when the beat takes me away, with only good music, oh, 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 with only good music, something about the things you said stays in my mind. 